Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Donal O'Shea, Head of the Department of Chemistry at RCSI University of Medicine and Health Science. Hello. Hi Louise, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for joining me once again. There was headlines during the week saying that single-use vapes are going to be banned or at least it's been discussed that they're going to be banned. But you've done a lot of research into the safety of vaping. What were some of the fines that you got? I guess what we can see from our find, findings and our research is that these particular devices have a very, very large cocktail of different chemicals in them. And each product varies one to the other, what chemicals are in there. And these chemicals are being heated in the vaping device to high temperatures. So there's a, a very large amount of risk there and unknown because they've never been tested for inhalation into the lungs. Mm-hmm. So from the chemicals themselves, and they are the ones like the flavors in addition to nicotine, but also then the products or the compounds that are made that are still unknown because they break down due to the heating. So that's the type of research we've been doing is trying to categorize the risks that are involved from uh, vaping these particular uh, chemicals and flavors. So in in, in work that we did uh, back around 2020, we explained why there were a sudden uh, surge in in lung injuries and deaths in young people in the United States. And that came about from a single additive in vaping devices that was producing a highly toxic gas that was severely damaging the lungs of those patients. So there is a huge risk there and a lot of unknown, especially in, in, in the wider general public that goes along with these vaping devices. And, and it pretty much comes down to the heating of, of these chemicals to high temperatures and then directly inhaling them into the lungs. And, We've never really done any testing for this anywhere in the world as of yet. Does there have to be any testing into them before they're released to the public? You would have thought so, but but that hasn't happened. The the flavors that they use in these particular products have been tested for our food for our food. So you might eat them, but when you when you ingest it or you eat a particular chemical, it's much different from heating it and inhaling it. So it's never been tested for that approach. So I suppose they got around maybe the the testing in that way by using chemicals that have been tested for food substances, uh, but not for the way they were actually used. So in reality, they really should have been forced to test and and check the safety of all these different chemicals that they're putting into the vaping uh, solutions or or e-liquids, but they never have. And they seem to have kind of gotten into our communities very quickly. They kind of just appeared and now they seem to be everywhere. Why do you think that was kind of allowed? Why has it kind of taken us so long to kind of question these chemicals? Yeah, I think that surprisingly, the general public seem to see see the issues uh, faster than our politicians in this case. Um, you saw they just became heavily marketed to, it, to the younger uh, demographics. And that really is where it took hold. So pretty much to non-smokers, these become very attractive. They they look like sweets, they're sold next to the sweets, they taste like sweets. And so in essence, they're very, very attractive. And that's really how they became very, very quickly embedded into our, into our, into our culture now at this stage. And you see in the past half a year or so, the number of um, vaping shops that have opened up all across the country in every little town, uh, are just enormous numbers of them. And then the products start appearing in regular uh, shops, I guess, next to the sweet products and so on. So that's really what happened. It wasn't uh, controlled uh, by proper legislation by the government. 
Do you and think more the attractiveness of these particular products took off? Yeah. Do you think the marketing of these kind of products should be looked at better? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it should be. And I know the, the government uh, are bringing legislation to stop, uh, you know, advertisement near schools yeah. and so on and the placements of them within shops. But I think they have to at this stage go much, much further. That legislation was being discussed over the summer and being brought in. But the situation has changed dramatically even in the past few months with the explosion of the use of single-use vapes, which you see scattered all around the streets where they're just thrown away. And essentially, they have to really legislate faster or bring in some form of regulation quicker to get the situation under control. Um, because what, what have, we have to appreciate is that these products contain a highly addictive substance of nicotine. So it won't be as straightforward as just people stopping. It will be quite challenging for people to stop because they will have, will have become addicted to nicotine by using these products. Yeah, and I suppose this week there was the discussion that the disposable vapes were going to be banned. But this is more from an environmental side rather than a health side, which I was surprised about. Yeah, so that, that seems to be one of the approaches that, that politicians are viewing for, for new legislation. And that's because maybe people don't fully realize that in every single one of these disposable vapes, there is a lithium ion battery. And these types of batteries you hear about more about being in our, our next generation of electrical cars and, and, and different electrical vehicles. So it's a tremendous waste of this resource and pollution by just disposing them after a single use. So I think that has got the attention of some environmental-oriented uh, politicians more than the health politicians. But from my point of view, people should think maybe about their own health and just the, the pollutants and, and the environmental damage they're doing inside their own lungs by inhaling these particular chemicals into them, um, as well as, as the disposable batteries um, that are being essentially scattered all around our streets. So what do you think the future of these will be? Do you think we will eventually ban all of them? Um, it's hard to tell. I, I think we should go down maybe the route uh, what we see in Australia, where they are available to people who, who may benefit from them on a prescription through a pharmacist. In that way, essentially, they can be regulated and they can be targeted towards uh people who are addicted to, to tobacco smoking and see if that can help them kick the scourge of tobacco smoking, it's most most likely worth an attempt. Albeit that is still a controversial and unproven thing, but at least within uh, the environment of a pharmacist, pharmacy, excuse me, where the, the, the addicted smoker is getting essentially guidance and counseling as well, then they have probably the best chance to uh, kick that particular habit. So that's the, the, I think the best approach is it has to be brought into an environment like a pharmacy where the products are targeted to where they may benefit the specific person. Yeah, and I kind of feel like something like that is going to need to happen with them because they are kind of a little bit out of control at the moment. Yeah, I, I agree there. It is completely uh, out of control in terms of the single use um, uh, products. Their cost is very low, um, which makes it very attractive to teenagers. And our packaging is very attractive. The flavors are all sweet flavors and fruit flavors and candy flavors and so on. So um, in essence, just trying to ban them to under 18 year olds, we all know that won't work. And they have to be a bit more realistic and begin to step up uh, in terms of the legislation and just get these types of products out of the marketplace entirely. Absolutely. Because once they're sold, it won't, uh, uh, you know, in 
shops that are on every corner of the street you won't be able to control. Yeah, absolutely. Don Loche, Head of the Department of Chemistry at RCSI, University of Medicine and Health Science. Thank you so much for chatting to us. No problem. Thank you.